Hello, and welcome to this episode of Tech, Linux, and Hacker Culture. I'm your host, J.R. Swab. You can find me on Twitter, on Steemit, on Instagram, uh, all as J-R-S-W-A-B, and also on mastodon.xyz if you want. Follow me on Mastodon. And um, today's episode, we're going to talk about my current endeavor. So, if you've listened to any of the previous episodes episodes in this podcast, which um, I did, I do admit, trying to you know get more consistent again with this. But if you've listened to anything in the past, you know that you know I'm real in Linux. It's my thing, um, and I've, I may even test out some some BSD in the future. I just like I like the Unix and Unix like environments, and there's one thing I have. Came to real, I've come to realize over the last six years of being a hundred percent Linux only in all of my personal gadgets. Um, I guess if you can't consider, if you want to consider Android that, I don't know if you would or not. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about getting the Librem Five just so so I can say everything I own that is a personal gadget of my that is running some form of Linux or like more pure Linux. But that's beyond the point. Um, but yeah, and this this podcast is tech, Linux, and hacker culture. And hacker culture, as in, we like to we like to hack things together. You know, it's not like hacker as the mainstream media puts it, where you know everything is just bad news. If you're a, all hackers are bad, that's not the thing. And um, Eric Raymond puts this very clearly uh, that hackers. Are not bad guys. The bad guys are known as crackers because they crack software and they they do things maliciously. A hacker basically just takes something and either makes it do what it wasn't supposed to do to fit their needs, or they cobble together something to fit their needs. And that's very much what I am. I'm not a I'm not a trained programmer. I'm not a a trained system administrator. Uh, but I do all these things, and I don't I don't uh, I'm not a specialist in one programming language, but I know enough about many languages that I can I can learn I can pick up a new language and make something work for me in that language uh, with fairly little amount of resistance because I understand over you know the many years of just messing around in all kinds of different languages how programming kind of works and how and I can see it's easy to see how they're all similar when you're doing that, and even if you're not like a, speci- a specialist in, in like one given language, um, you can pick up languages pretty easily for whatever you need them to do. Uh, most recently, I'm doing um, a little bit of PHP work for my web server, trying to do uh, I'm using PHP for um, you know the server and things to upload files and stuff to and to uh, make it easier for me to upload I- content to the IPFS network. If you don't know what IPFS is, I will do a vid- I'll do a podcast on that very shortly um, so stay tuned for that IPFS stands for the interplanetary file system and it is a distributed decentralized I guess it's more of a more of a distributed network than a decentralized network but they're basically the same thing for all intents and purposes what they're pretty much the same thing and uh, so yeah you can host your content and effectively it will never go away it's, it's unless you're the only person that hosts that content then it can go away but if someone else takes that content and also says I want to I want to host this content for them too, which they can do if they choose to copy or not copy but like it's called pinning the same hash for your content. Then um, it effectively cannot be erased, and it's a good way to make a 
immutable file system kind of deal. Anyway, anyway, I'm using PHP for that kind of stuff. Um, I may, I may even change it over to Python once I get more serious with it and get a, a bigger server. But that's not what this is about. Today, I want to talk about um, my new endeavor, and uh, I'm trying. I'm actually trying. <laughs> um, I bought a book recently. I bought the Unix and Linux System Administration Handbook, fifth edition, by a bunch of people. Uh, one, uh, the first name on here is Evie Nemeth, Garth Snyder, Trent R. Hein, Ben Whaley, and Dan McKin. I think it says McKin. With some other people in smaller font names. Um, this is a book that is, oh, how many? I think it's like a thousand and sixty-five pages of Unix and Linux administration. <laughs> um... And then a bunch of like, you know, extra stuff. Maybe 55 pages. Oh, here it is. 1,035 pages of actual content about Unix and Linux operating systems. Um, and the reason is because I am looking to get a certification in Linux slash Unix system administration. Um, I've heard that it's not getting certified isn't a huge deal, but being that I don't have any formal I don't have any formal work in the current like I don't do any jobs. Never had a job where I did this stuff before for a professional environment for a company. I think a certification would help me because I don't have a degree in this stuff either. Uh, so I'm looking to get one of those. I don't know if I will. They're not cheap. It's like a I know if you want to get the one from the Linux Foundation, it's about $400 just to take the, take the test. It's kind of insane, but it's still cheaper than going, to, going back to school for it. So I bought this book, and I'm basically reading through it. And I'm thoroughly surprised. Um, it's not difficult to, to follow. Um, maybe because I, I know a bit about Linux. And you know, I'm only in the beginning of the book, so I don't I don't got anything that's like super new that I've never used before. I'm just gonna try to just where we see what where is this? Uh, so like chapter one is just all about um, it's called where to start and talks about duties of, of admins and different roles admins can take and and like what operating systems exist and so stuff like that, which is pretty straightforward stuff, nothing too crazy. And then chapter two, which I'm in the middle of, is about booting this uh, booting and system management uh, and stuff like that. So it's still fairly similar, but there's so there's a bunch of gaps I gotta fill in, and uh, um, it's quite interesting. It's uh, seeing how much of what I'm reading I already know, and how much of it I don't know. So what I'm going to do, what my plans are for this, is before I decide whether or not I want to take a test at all, I'm going to read this entire book. And that seems kind of ridiculous, and it probably is. There's probably no reason to read the entire book, but I want to familiarize myself with basically everything that could be expected of me in these positions. Um, and like I said, this book is fairly easy to read, and each well, I like a lot about this. In each each uh, each new chapter, they have before they start talking, they have like a, a picture. I guess you can call it a cartoon. It's a cartoon, yeah, and. I I came across the second one, I think it was. Let's see where it was at. Um, 
and it has yeah so it has a picture of a guy riding a horse and he, he's like wrangling cats and his name is init and he's wrangling cats that are named bind and cron and ms uh nfsd it's holding the computer like it's silly stuff like that that is kind of like a nerd would find funny and i'm even reading this i was reading the I don't remember what part of it was. If it was chapter one or chapter two that I was reading. Um, I'm sitting outside with my wife. We were on the front porch yesterday because it was nice outside. And I'm reading this. I'm just like, they're, they're saying things in this book and it just made me laugh. Like, since when? I, I never read a book that is like a tech-heavy book talking about how things work and, you know, why they do what they do and what they all mean and certain commands. And, you know, this was talking about, like, how to, how to install packages from source code and stuff like that, which shouldn't be hilarious and it's not it's not hilarious but they're just there's like there's one liners in here that are just they just made me they make me chuckle um i can't you know i'm not expecting the whole you know the whole book to have this but i've come across things that are just like that just make that inner inner nerd in me that inner geek that comes to like linuxy stuff chuckle and you know i being that i thought i found it funny i wanted to share with my wife so I I would read it to her and she just didn't laugh at all, didn't even care. <laughs> it was, was kind of like I was like, oh okay. So it's only funny if you. I mean, I knew it was only funny because I knew what what they're talking about, and like their the little joke they made just like was funny because you have to kind of be in that thing, I guess. And she's not in in the system. She's not she's not in that. You know, it's not in the hacker culture, so it's like she wouldn't get it. Um, but yeah, if you if you if you're like me and you've been super into Linux for the last six years, um, I started using Linux in the early early two thousands. So the first time I ever tried it was with a I don't know what year it was, maybe like oh man, I think I think it was in high school. I don't know if what it's probably maybe tenth grade at the earliest. So that's probably like 2005-ish. It's my first mess with Linux. Or a form of, well, it was a form of Unix, I guess. Well, I couldn't say Linux. And I'm not talking about Mac OS. I'm talking about, um, I believe it was a SUSE variant. So I bought a book about, I think it was about Linux. Yeah, it was like Intro to Linux, something like that. It came with a boot CD. And that was the first experience I had with Linux, and it was very crude. Uh, I remember, I, I vaguely remember it. It was very crude, uh, but it was it was fun to mess around with and just kind of be like, "What's this about?" And I read the book because I read technical books back then for some reason. You know, it's like light reading as a as a tenth grader. Let's read about Linux in a how-to book kind of thing. Um, but then in 2011 is when I decided to just go go whole hog, I guess you could say, and only use Linux from that point forward. Um, so ever since then, everything I've ever, everything I buy for myself to use, uh, if it doesn't have Linux on it, I put Linux on it. Not the same for my wife, <coughs> you know. As much as I would like her to, to use Linux, it'd make my life a lot easier. She doesn't want to. She uses uh, Mac OS, uh, Mac OS X, I guess it is right right now. And uh, so I mean, it's close enough. Like if I need to get on there and like open a, open a terminal and run some stuff, like it's close enough. It is it is a Unix like system so I, I can get around easily i don't i can't use the user interface very well but i can use the terminal just as easily as i could on linux and i assume the bsds are just the same or close enough 
Um, but yeah, as much as I would like to like to get her involved, I can't do that. So I guess this is kind of like you know long-winded way of saying that this is going to be my journey now. And I think what we're going to do, I'm, I'm going to not focus on this solely. But I'm going to mix in like just things that maybe I'm learning, talking about something like, oh, this is a thing that I didn't know uh, about Linux or about Unix. Um, that you know, I know now. They, uh, this, this thing made my life easier. Like literally, Control L in the terminal to clear it. Like I don't know why I didn't know that was a thing, but I didn't. I just I was I would always just type the word clear. I was like, oh, cl cl good enough. Like whatever. Didn't. But Control L is a little bit faster, right? Like something that you think you should know. Like thinking you would have learned that somewhere, but maybe I did. Maybe it was in that book I had back in tenth grade. And I just forgot. It's very possible. Uh, it probably wasn't that book actually. So. I think I'm going to do that kind of stuff. Talk about these updates. I'm going to kind of document how uh, the progress is going. I don't know how I'm going to do that necessarily because I'm not like taking. There's no way to literally like track that, I guess. But I'm going to read through this book, and I mean, I'm I'm in the middle of the second chapter, and it's it's an easy read for a technical book. Uh, so if you're looking to get to kind of like get more in-depth or brush up your skills or whatever, uh, check out the book. It's called the Unix and Linux System Administration Handbook. And uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can go to jrswab.com. That is jrswab.com. And there, there's a uh, slash support, sorry, slash support. And there's be a, there's a link for Amazon. So if you click that link, it'll take you to Amazon. And if you buy the book through there or buy anything with that link, it'll, it'll give uh, the show... A small kickback from Amazon at no extra cost to you, so that's super cool. Um, so, uh, the book is—I uh, think it's like—I think I paid fifty dollars, fifty-two bucks on Amazon. Uh, it says on the back of the book the retail price is sixty-nine ninety-nine. It's a very typical price for a a a technical book. Like it's very much like an an O'Reilly-esque kind of book. And actually, the guy, the founder of O'Reilly Media. <laughs> it's on the back of this book, and it says, "As an author, editor, and publisher, I never paid much attention to the competition, except a few cases. This is one of those cases. One of those cases. The Unix System Administration Handbook is one of the few books we ever measured ourselves against." So that was the founder of O'Reilly Media. All the you know those animal books for all all the tech subjects. Um, apparently, he measures they measure themselves against this book for this kind of, for this specific content. I assume. Um, and there's other people on here too that talk about um, I don't know who they are, um, but apparently they're very important people that give this book raves, a raving review, and uh, the covers like this fifth edition. It's an updated version. I don't know when the last edition was out, but this is the newest edition. I think this was published. Um. Oh, okay. This edition was copyrighted in 2018. How? Is it that new? Wow. Like, it's literally this year. Or at least this copy of it was public, was copyrighted in 2018. There you go. It is It is literally the freshest, the freshest, <laughs> the freshest edition that they have out. Um, I was watching a guy's review of it. Uh, if you don't know the, the YouTube channel, Tutoria Linux. Um, or it's like t Tutorial and then... Inux, it's like tutorial Linux, but not two L's. Um, he reviewed this book, talked about like, and he's a he's a senior level system administrator, and talking about things he liked and didn't like. Um, he had previous editions, now he has this edition as well. Um, talking about what they changed and what they're focusing on, 
Uh, apparently, it's very cloud friendly. So you know, a lot of things are moving to to cloud based computing, with like you know Amazon Web Services and Google Cloud and even DigitalOcean with their droplets. Um, uh, so it's, it, apparently they focus on that a good bit. They focus on containerization with stuff like things like Docker. Uh, so a lot of new stuff in here that so it should stand the test of time. It should hold up, and also it, it also goes over a lot of the, as this guy says, a lot of the um, traditional stuff that that every every system administrator system administrator in the Unix slash Linux ecosystem needs to know. Um, so yeah, I don't know if like I said, I don't know if I'm going to take a test. I I want to get certified. I think it'll be it'll help my resume if I ever want to get a job in this, which I think I do someday want to move into a job with this and I just uh, I just don't know if if my because I don't have any professional experience in administration on the all administration is like hobbyist level administration uh, so maybe a certification will give me a little bit of an edge get me past like the screen you know the first screen of HR looking at resumes kind of thing we'll see we'll see I have applied to a few um, to a few freelance jobs in this in this realm that should you know that maybe if I get any of those it'll it'll at least give me some some like oh I worked for this guy doing this thing so like it's it's happened before so uh that's where I'm at that's where I'm gonna go so yeah uh I don't know where else to, yeah what else to talk about here I think that's everything I want to say. Um, so thanks for listening. If you want uh, more content like this, let me know on Twitter or Mastodon. Um, and we'll get into more of the specifics back into the groove of things. I know it's been like real choppy the last few months, but uh, I'm, I'm getting back into it, trying to get back into it, find the time to do it. So uh, thanks for listening.